Seriously, though, if you were, if you had to get herpes from Gene, Gene Simmons or Slash, you Slash. would you would go with Slash. There's something about Gene Simmons that utterly repulses me. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Sitting around with time to kill. If we don't do it, then no one will. Our eyes are cold, our thoughts are old. Fifteen minutes till we lose control. You are now listening to Music, the lifeblood. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to another episode of Music, the Lifeblood. I'm your very humble host, Dustin. This week, Big Jake and I play the Would You Rather game. Stick around to find out who has the hardest decision we rage. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Music the Lifeblood. Big Jake, what are we talking about? We got this little bucket here full of pieces of paper. <laughs> and we're going to do some would you rathers. You hear it? You hear it shaking? You hear it shaking around? All these questions floating in the ether and also in this bucket. <laughs> All right. I'm so ready. So this one's going to be exciting. I put some shit in there specifically just to fuck with you. <laughs> I want you to know that. Great. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Would yeah. You, it's the Would You Rather episode. Yes, it is. Yeah, we're going to make some of the hardest decisions. <laughs> that... And all these questions should be answered as if there is someone with a gun to your head. Right. You have to pick this one of these This is only two. a hostage. <laughs> Hostages taken kind of, of that scenario. finding a third way out. It's <laughs> one of these two or death. That is the option. All right. Now, before we jump into that. Yes, yes, yes. Home, homegrown summer rolls on. I'm excited for this one. Crunkosaurus Rex. Fucking C-Rex. I hate everything about this genre, and for some reason I love the shit at C-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not, um, I'll be honest, it's not gonna. It's not something that I would be drawn to. Yeah, no, that's, you're also like, we talked kind of a bit off mic that you're a hardcore punk fan. Mm-hmm. So based on what you grew up with, this is almost borderline offensive in the same way that I look at like a mirror. Right. <laughs> like, well, here I just in just speaking to that specifically, I think the wrong music is being labeled as pop punk. Yes, yeah, let's let's go into that cuz you so, I thought you were going to physically harm me for a moment. <laughs> there was some heat. I, I think the term pop punk gets thrown around in the wrong yes. in the wrong circles, genres, whatever you want to call it. To me, Crunkosaurus Rex is not a pop... They don't have a pop-punk element. Um, now, it gets... You know, that label's... I mean, it's kind of been around for a little while, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. to me, pop-punk is the Ramones, the Teen Idols, uh, the Huntingtons, the Methadones, Screeching Weasel, band, bands like that. I thought pop-punk was Blink-182, Sum 41, See, to me, to me, Blink-182, Propagandi, Pennywise... Uh, maybe the early offspring stuff. That's all Southern California skate punk. See, me. I didn't know that was the subgenre because I don't listen to much punk. Right. But yeah. Now, C-Rex. Now that said, <laughs> first three Green Day albums, yeah, but you could you could shoehorn them into the pop punk category. Okay. But after that, Dookie get, and get, gets a little. Different. I don't know any other Green Day albums, but Dookie and American Idiot. A little bit. I mean, that's all I know. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Green Day wandered off into just like shit. rock territory. Wandered off into shit. No, I'm I'm a Green Day fan. Uh, I like Green Day. But anyway, I don't I don't want that to sound like I'm pissing all over the Crunkosaurus Rex parade. Man, I'm not. Allow me to lead this parade. Then. Right, right, right. <laughs> I know these guys. 
It's Austin and Dan and Sean and Sam. Super awesome guys. Oh, Sam? Larry was in their band for a bit. Larry That's how was. I kind of get introduced to him. Right. And I was just hanging out with these dudes. And they're all super nice guys. And they put on a hell of a show. Sam's got a fucking goddamn trombone on stage. And it's hilarious <laughs> and awesome. And it fits. It and fits. The, and I think that's why the, that is the most endearing thing that I found about the band. The, was maybe, that. It, the, almost like ska element from time to time. It's a lot time. of fun. It's just yeah. a it's lot so of fun. It's so fun. And it's fun to sing to. I, get, I could put this into perspective. On the way here today, I was listening to Cannibal Corpse Torture. And C Rex, <laughs> like, right I just like it's just there's just something about it that just makes me so happy. Just to ride in your car with your windows down, just jamming to some C Rex. It's just so happy. It just makes me feel good inside. I think if you could distill like a eight year old's birthday party <laughs> on ecstasy no this that moment when that down to the sound of music it would be crunkosaurus <laughs> when that moment when that eight-year-old like got into the soda and candy he wasn't supposed to <laughs> right you right. just hear the feeling <laughs> to be part of something more it's like you can just hear as like in slow motion as like an like eight-year-old like doritos <laughs> and mountain dew go flying into the air like you can just see it and i could see it played out in front of me like a movie it's great Love uh, C Rex. I love you guys. I'm I'm gonna tell you to, to, you're on the show, so you'll hear this. <laughs> anyway, Crunkosaurus Rex. They're great. Go buy all their shit. Go see all their shows. Yep. Okay. So how are we doing this? Back and forth. I mean, I'm assuming you put some in here specifically to fuck with me, and maybe. I know I put at least three in here specifically to maybe, fuck with you. Maybe. So I'm, oh, oh, you can hear a rattle. Mm. You want me to draw the? First yeah, draw one? the first one. Okay. Here we go. I, I've not heard any of yours, and you've not heard any of mine. Right. But listeners should know. Okay. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Yep. Would you rather save Dragon Force from being completely wiped from history? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> or join Iron Maiden? You, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You did. You just put him in here to fuck with me. <laughs> I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta save Dragon Force. You I, as much as I want to join you Maiden, fucking kidding as me? As much as I want to join Maiden, <laughs> I gotta save Dragon Force. Oh my I'm god! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rationalize it because that's literally one of the dumbest things I've ever heard you say. Yeah, I know. <sighs> I guess there always is the potential that they could pop up at some other time frame. Like it'd be, uh, man. This is like, remember we had the discussion about bands you literally couldn't live without? <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Like. <sighs> it's awesome. Now, now, keep in mind. Keep in I've mind. Been, I've not had a final answer. Keep in mind that they've been wiped from history. So like, you're not aware. Okay, I got to join Maiden. You're right. You if I, if I wasn't aware, if there was no longing for the missing of the music, right. I got to join Maiden. Okay, so if you were aware. If I was aware, I'm keeping Dragon Force, sorry. You're just, you're just, I can't do it. Can't. I can't I can't not have that in my life, wow. even from a distance. Wow. I mean, okay, all Kiss is gone forever if you can join Maiden. All of it. All the Kiss is gone forever. Am I aware? Or you're aware. I join Maiden. Really? <laughs> Fuck you. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. I would. I absolutely would because no. I could take Iron Maiden and say, we're going to record 
40 years worth of music that I wrote. I'm not <laughs> physically good enough to do that with Dragon Force, and neither is Maiden, and that's hard yeah. to say. Right, right. <laughs> I think uh, it'd be like a hot tub time machine. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. You, 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 oh, you become Motley Crue, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that but sort of thing. To your, to your, to your extent, if I, do you, is the question I'm aware or I'm not aware? I didn't put that. I didn't. Okay. That I didn't, that's the difference. I didn't delineate between. If you yeah, didn't delineate, then I'm join. Then I'm going to join Maiden. Okay. I'm assuming I won't be aware if they're erased from existence. Right. Then I'm going to join Maiden. Well, I think the awareness makes the biggest. Yeah. Difference. That like even the thought of that hurts my heart. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't deal with that. Good one. Good one. Good, Good one. one. All, all right. right. All right. All right. Good God, good this is not. I thought this would be fun. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's been fun so far. <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> Own the Beatles catalog or write the Beatles catalog? Ooh, shit. I mean, that's an obvious answer for me. I would own it. Really? Overwriting it? Yeah. They get all that sweet royalty, man. All that sweet muns. They only get writer, writer performer royalties. Yeah, and I'm sure that's probably just fine. Yeah, but the publishing rights are probably just oh, fine, too. Oh, you mean, I thought you meant, like, just have it in your collection. That's why it was so confused. Oh, no, like, you oh. own it. Oh, yeah, own it. Oh, God, own it. <laughs> yeah. Like Michael Jackson, he bought the catalog, I think it was like 1984. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he literally bought it out from under Paul McCartney. Yeah, for sure. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, own it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would That's own an it. easy, that's easy. Yeah. Whew. It's, I thought you meant just like physically have it in like your album collection. I thought maybe there was like, <laughs> I'm like, there are some Beatle albums that are that hard to find that right. you can like... Compare it to owning, like to to I, writing the music. Well, I think the I I think um, I think here's the thing. Yes, you ready? Don't tell me the thing. You ready? I've been ready. See, Apple Records still owns the uh, the publish the publishing right. Yeah. To, and I seriously doubt that the Beatles catalog is banking as much as it did 20 years ago, and that's <sighs> just because of you know what I mean. Are the Beatles on Spotify? Yeah, I can't, they, they. How could they not be? That's I mean, a I lot don't of, know. It's a but... lot of money that they they would have. Spotify would have had to shell up for. Oh, that's true. Maybe it's almost too big at this point. Kind of what you're saying. Yeah, like, having yeah. to shell out the money to put them on Spotify might be too much. Yeah. So depending on the time, you know what I mean. Depending yeah, yeah, yeah. on the, the. I see what you're saying. You know, the I guess the decade. Yeah. What, what yeah, would be yeah. more beneficial to? And also with file sharing and such. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. who doesn't? I mean, I don't even like the Beatles, and I'm pretty sure I own a couple Beatles albums. <laughs> like, I don't dislike them, but like, I don't listen to them. all I the time. I have Beatles for sale. That's the one that I like a lot, and that's I think main... I have Yellow Submarine. Yeah, see, I don't like it when they got into the more trippy, weird, hippie shit. I like yeah. it when they were almost like bubblegum radio you like rock. It when they call you Big Papa. <laughs> Sorry, the cadence and the way you said it made me. Ooh, I need your love, babe. Yes, you know it's true. Draw a thing. I got one. Oh, okay, cool. All right, What's, here we go. What you got? Well, would you rather? I'm sorry if my handwriting's atrocious. I write like a four year old. You do. Sorry. <laughs> would you rather uh, kiss Morrissey or lick Mustaine's taint? <laughs> That one was made for you. <laughs> um, I guess we could both answer them. Just draw one. We could both answer. Yeah, that makes yeah, more sense. Yeah, we were kind of weren't doing that. Uh, that honestly, I would. I would kiss Morrissey. Really? Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, I personally would kiss Morrissey rather than lick Mustaine's taint, but I kind of thought for you it would go the other way. No, no, and here's why. Okay. Here's why. I could punch him in the face when I was done. Ah. Uh, Mustaine mm. knows some martial arts. I may not be able to... I, may I not, find that hard to believe. I may not be able to get a punch in. The man's like 50-something and did hard drugs for a long time. <laughs> like, how hard could he punch? Like... <laughs> Uh, I you know, I don't know. I would rather kiss Morrissey. Oh, I thought that if would be well, if I was if I was going to kiss Morrissey, yeah, I would. Um, you know, I'm kind of like a Type A personality, very dominant, very aggressive, very <laughs> assertive. You know what? I'm keep that one to myself. Continue. <laughs> and I really feel like Morrissey would be my bottom. I was gonna say, are you are you the power bottom in this situation? Or are you on top? I, I'd be the, I would be I would be a top for for sure. What is it with the last two weeks of this show? Where it just, what we just venture off into the fucking dudes area like constantly. <laughs> We're you know music the lifeblood. I mean, we talk about music. We talk about our lives. Talk about. It was, it, was only, it was only natural that we would begin <laughs> to start exploring our sexuality. <laughs> awesome. That's where the show's going. That's where the show's going. That's where the show's going. <laughs> Who would you fuck and why? <laughs> Welcome to week 68 of Who Would You Fuck and Why. <laughs> okay, all right, I got another one. Would you rather end every CBGB show from 75 to 80 or be meatloaf for a year? <laughs> Why are these all directed from to me? Did I, did I write this? Oh, yeah, it's not me. I wouldn't write that. Oh, would you rather attend? Oh, attend. I you said end. There's an ATT there. I, would you rather attend every CB, CBGB show from 75 to 80 or be meatloaf for a year? Any year Ooh. in meatloaf's life. I don't know. That's a lot of like crazy big historical shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I really like Meatloaf, but that would be an experience. Yes. Also, it would be tiresome. <laughs> what? The CBGB? So well, yeah, years, because you're going to have to do heroin to fit in every night, too. You were exhausted. You fucking hang out. You get to know Hilly Crystal. You not get along with him. Yeah. Get yeah. hooked on smack. <laughs> And see the Ramones. Oh, I mean, that sounds exhausting. Literally like a hundred times. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> I think I think I gotta be meatloaf just for the pure, like, I need a break. Well, would you, would you be... But I'm already fat, so I'm halfway there. <laughs> I bet meatloaf, he's not tall. No, he's very short. Is he's he short? short? Yeah, he he appears like, to be short. I think he's only like 5'6 or 5'5". Five five. He's pretty short. He's not that little. Oh, dude, he's little. Well, he's about the same height as uh, Edward Norton. How big is Edward Norton? Pretty small. Or he's bigger than Edward Norton. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think he's taller than him, though. Yeah. Also, that was... Keep this in mind, is Bob. Bob has bitch tits. Keep in mind, that was right? a movie. If they want Bob to seem larger, they can just shoot him from a different angle. I don't know. Uh, Tom Cruise has been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. So... He's got to be at least, like, 5'10". I, I mean, that's fine. That's still not super tall. I'll give you that. But the dude's not very big. I'm 6'3", and you're 6'3". That'd be a quite the height difference. So I'm we're, so we're gonna have to get meatloaf on the show. Oh, are we? Are we gonna just call up meatloaf from Epic Records I can and get be a hold like, of "What him. up, bro? Do you want me to get a hold of him?" I do more than you can ever fathom. <laughs> 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 uh, 
you, we also haven't answered the question. <laughs> right. I'm going with the CBGB shows. Of course you would. That's like your thing. Yeah. I think I, I think I gotta pick. I think I gotta pick loaf. I don't. Th- I don't think I could do. I gotta hang with meat. I don't think I could do. So what? Where, now, in, where in his career would you be? See, I want my first instinct was Bad Out of Hell one, but Bad Out of Hell two. He won. What was the? I would always get the award shows would, mixed up. I would do anything for love. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, there's a reason. That's the early '90s. Late '80s, I think. No, early '90s. Back, it, Vanessa Williams. Williams. Checking will ruin this podcast. The, Vanessa Williams, the uh, Miss America pageant yeah. winner, she was on the charts. Save the best for last was on the charts the same time that I would do anything for love was in there, and I want to say that's like somewhere between ninety and ninety three. Huh. Okay. Let me. I'm. I'm checking. I'm checking. Like I said, po- uh, fact checking will will ruin this podcast. Do, 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 do. Ninety three. Yeah. Good call. I thought it was a little before that. It's a fucking encyclopedia up here. Yeah. No. I know. I well, he won. What? What's the? What's the? The big music award? Grammy. Grammy. I always want to say Emmy. I know that's not right. He. If I remember correctly, he won a Grammy that year for that album, and they gave it to somebody else because someone passed away. Hmm. I like. I remember hearing something about that. I may not be right. That's like when Jethro Tull beat Metallica, Metallica and for ACDC the best and Led metal Zeppelin. Performance. Not Led Zeppelin. It was Metallica. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. But yeah, I, I think I gotta go Meatloaf in like. Oh, man, I don't know because he was really big in like '79 after after Bad Out of Hell, and that's when he's doing his like suspended frilly shirt thing, and that's awesome. And the red and the red scarf, the hanging red out scarf. with Steinman and shit. Oh man, that's really cool. I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have to go like Meatloaf like late '78 '79. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. That's my final answer. The precipice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the precipice and over the precipice. I don't I definitely don't want to be Meatloaf like 2016, like passing out on stage. That's I mean, the, that the, might be awesome. That's the Meatloaf I don't want to be. I mean, it could be a lot. Is it my of... turn or is it your turn? Yeah. I, don't I think know. it's my turn. I don't know. We're both going to answer. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Oh, this one's good. Okay. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Okay. Would you rather replace Paul Stanley's voice with a new one? Okay. Or be the new demon and kiss. Oh, oh. Um, I think I would rather replace his voice because I don't think Gene's on the album to begin with. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you got to do the tours. I mean, I'm gonna. I still think I want to fix Paul. Like he he needs it. Wanna, I don't need to play wanna. bass for Kiss. Yeah, I'd be the new demon. You, would, I can see that because he's retiring soon anyway. I mean, so we think. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I could see him being in Futurama, like a head in a jar. <laughs> they just strap a base to him, and he just like licks it. I think it's interesting because I was leading the charge to replace Gene Simmons with Chuck Garrick of Alice Cooper's band for a long time. Okay, I think I think no, but I, I would I would rather do it. Okay, I'm not gonna open that can of worms today. I'm not gonna open the the what Kiss should do can, because that is a, a gross one. All right. Would you rather attend Woodstock '69 or go to every Wacken ever? 
Mm. The walk-in, whack-in, whatever it is. I'd take the walk-in route. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's that for sure. Easy. I don't want to. I don't need to be. I don't need to be a hippie. I don't like hippies. But that said, would be cool to see Woodstock. Oh, absolutely. See, like yeah. all those bands. I mean, yeah. just 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 the Hendrix performance alone would be mm. like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I my my main reason for wanting to go would be to would have seen the Who play. And specifically see the Who so I could see Pete Townsend smash Abby Hoffman in the face with his, his Gibson SG. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Dude, just seeing the Who anywhere would have been amazing. Ooh. Really? I love the Who. Yeah, I love the Who too, but I wouldn't want to see him now. No, no, I'm, I guess I should have said in their, anytime in their like prime when in they were prime. all there would be. Yeah, I think like 78 <laughs> Maybe seventy seven. I would say pin, Pinball somewhere. Wizard era. I think Pinball Wizard. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah, love, that'd be I around that whole around sixty nine. That's that story is a really neat one. Abby Hoffman, the political activist, yeah. you know, guy spoke out against the Vietnam War and all that stuff. You know, in case you don't know who Abby Hoffman in is, he's the guy. Um, like okay, Forrest Gump. When you watch the movie Forrest yeah, Gump, there you go. The scene where Forrest is on, he's on the mall in Washington D.C. Yep. at the monument, and the dude with the flag, yep. wrapped around him or the flag shirt or whatever it was. Viet fucking Nam. Yep. That was supposed to be Abby Hoffman. <clears throat> Abby Hoffman was a very, very loud uh, proponent of the Vietnam War and conservative political agenda yeah. Nixon and <clears throat> Lyndon Johnson and that sort of shit um, was Lyndon Johnson a Republican I can't even he would have had to be because he was running yeah I think he is anyway um, it's weird because he pardoned Nixon yeah pissed everybody off but it made sense I mean whatever anyway Abby Hoffman was that guy gotcha and at Woodstock Abby took some acid surprise that he wasn't handling very well um, and he got on stage during the Who's set, grabbed the mic, and started talking about um, – it was either a person or persons that had been – he felt like had been wrongfully put in jail yeah. that week, that weekend, whatever it was, over something that he perceived was not a fair reason yeah, to be yeah. put in jail. And uh, Abby got up on the mic and was and just Pete like, just you know, I think it's him. bullshit that da-da-da-da-da-da-da is up and blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. And you can hear Pete Townsend go – Get off my stage. Yeah. Get the fuck off my and stage. He's known to be kind of hot headed too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Abby keeps talking, and all of a sudden you hear, it, and it's because Pete took off his guitar and, hit him and with slammed it. Abby over the head with it. Oh, and he's not dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Abby's. I don't know. Pete I mean, was probably also pretty fucked up at the time too. So. I, I mean, I don't know. I know Pete Townsend. He did a lot of cocaine and he drank a lot. Not near as much as Keith Moon. I was going to say, not as much as Keith Moon. The shitty thing about that story is that there's no video footage of it. There's really? only audio. And it's one of those things where, like, a lot of fans of the band have, you know how found footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, within the Kiss community, footage of the band in their heyday, whether it's 8mm video or things like that, when people discover new footage, people, people fucking get excited. Flip yeah. Out. And that's one of those moments in the Who's career that people want to be able to watch it. But 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it. I mean, people still freak out when like the, the Kennedy, Kennedy assassination stuff rolls around. Sure, be, sure, like, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a big cultural event, not nearly as important as like, or not way more important than like Woodstock. But like, still, with people would freak out if that all of a sudden was found. Yeah, people would lose their mind. How do we have footage of Hendrix, not footage of the Who? Well, we have footage of the Who, just not that moment. Just not that moment. Weird. There's, um, I think. Maybe it's the Isle of Wight footage. Mm. Or maybe it's Monterey Pop Festival. Monterey Pop Festival is when Hendrix set his guitar on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, yes, it is Monterey Pop Festival. I always get the Monterey Pop Festival Who footage mixed up with the Woodstock footage because I think it was Pete was still wearing that white jumpsuit that he wore for a long time. But I think the Woodstock footage is when he has the brown butt for sitting in the dirt (laughs) or sitting on the edge of the stage and it was dirty. The Monterey Pop Festival, not so much, but Monterey Pop Festival is when he beat that SG literally to death on stage. And I think that's when the soldier came out and pointed the gun at his head and told him to stop. But don't quote me on that. I don't remember ever hearing about that. Yeah, maybe we should do a Who episode. Maybe we should. I love the Who. So that'd be. I've never heard. I know that. I know that. Seen the footage of him smashing that SG. But I didn't know a soldier. Man, I'll have put to a go. gun to his We'll head have for to it. do an addendum on the next show. Okay. So I can. I'll go look that up. So I can. I want to make sure that I'm clear because that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Pete, Pete was like, "It's just a guitar, man." Yeah. You know what I mean? So the social climate of wherever they were playing when that happened was just. Yeah, yeah. At the time, so anyway, Weird. Woodstock. All right, here we go. Yep. Would you rather? Yeah, but that's mine. You're having trouble reading it. There's another Morrissey one in there hidden there you somewhere. Did. Yeah, I yeah. just found it. Oh, you just found it. <laughs> All right. Would you rather remove Morrissey from existence or remove Creatures of the Night? Um, <laughs> I'm not losing Creatures of the Night. I know. Under no circumstance. Gotcha. Um, I just, I just live with Morrissey, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I can ignore him. Yeah, for sure. I, I, for sure. I can ignore him, but... Man, we talk about the awareness factor. Yeah. If I was aware. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that'd be a life If you're aware you know that I mean? you, you you make creatures not happen. <laughs> right. I think just how many copies of creatures I own. I don't, you know think, what I mean? I don't like, think you'd make it a month if you knew. Right. I would come in to record the show and you'd be dead. Like, <laughs> and that's not funny, but like I think that's what would happen. Dustin's dead. It's <laughs> welcome to the lifeblood. I'm your I'm your only host now. To, me- to memorialize him, <laughs> I'm going to do a play by play of Creatures of the Night. Episode. <laughs> this album that I don't know what it is, but I found it in his in his album rack. How many copies of it do I have? More than one, less than fifty. I'm assuming. Yeah, more, I'll say more than five. What was the last one? What was the last one I bought? I think it was the non. I remember you cover, bought one right? not long ago. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the non makeup cover. Yeah. It took me a little while to find. Yeah, it was a non-makeup So was that, what, five, six, seven? Okay, there's a lot of fingers going up right now. Oh, my gosh. Nine. You're joking, right? Nine. Of the same album? (laughs) Yeah. Oh I got remember when I showed you when I showed you the the variant on the back. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. five hundred one is white. Yeah, yeah. This five hundred one is purple. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's true. So it's the five hundred one pressing plant, which you know, there's a lot of the pressing plant. I, in my opinion, in my opinion, just for me, some reason, 
the ones that come in a 501 sleeve, the LPs might have been pressed at this all at the same time from yeah. the same batch. But for me, the 501s sound better. Hmm. I, I can't attest to either or. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I would have to live for, with Morthy. That's cool. Morth, Morthy. 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 Okay, this one's easy for me. Would <laughs> you rather bring back Morrison or Kurt Cobain? Jim Jim Morrison. I guess I should have. Hmm. That one's super easy for me. I'm bringing back Morrison. Me too. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I've never enjoyed Nirvana. Yeah, I I like Nirvana. The only I thing really... I enjoy of Nirvana are all the memes of like R.I.P. Kurt Cobain. He wrote real music, and it's always a picture of like not Kurt Cobain, like David Spade or something like that. What? It's just always people who look similar. <laughs> I've seen one with David Spade. I've seen one with. It's supposed to be um, satire, right? It's yeah, yeah, to, it's okay, satire. All right, all right, what's right. what's the? Uh, oh no, who did Wrecking Ball? What's that girl's Miley name? Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus, is one of Billy Ray Cyrus in the picture because <laughs> he's like when he went blonde there for a while, and it's like, yeah, enjoy that. That makes me chuckle. I I would be interested in. I mean, I think the doors were very clearly about to end. The doors were fucking awesome at the point that he died oh yeah um i think ray i (sighs) so you think a misfits reunion tour would be big imagine the doors reunion tour yeah i think that would be huge but i think we're, we're at the point now where robbie krieger can still play yeah but john dinsmore as a drummer he he's he's suffered the effect of age yeah i mean that's most drummers, I mean, it's an unfortunate side right. effect of the instrument. Yeah, it, when the, it eats away at you to the point you can't do it anymore when you get old. Yeah, you're, it, it takes physical abuse to yes, play them. Yes, exactly. And I think when they did get, when the Doors, quote unquote, did get back together in, I think it was the late ninety, mid to late nineties. Yeah, I remember they did that Storytellers episode, and they had a bunch of guest singers. They had mm-hmm. Ian Ashbury from the Cult. They had Travis Meeks from Days of the New. Um, they had a bunch of people come on and sing with them, and they ended up touring and doing some shows really? as The Doors with Ian Ashbury of The Cult, and it sounded so I can see that fucking yeah. badass. I bet, yeah. And at that point, they only did it for a little while, and then John Dinsmore said, "I can't, I can't do this. Arthritis is a factor. I, yeah, can't, yeah. I can't play this stuff very well." And Ray Manzarek, Robbie Krieger, and Ian Ashbury continued to play as The Doors with a mm-hmm. drummer and a bass player filling in, and. Ugh, that's only two members. That's when it gets when it gets Half. Be, when it gets below fifty percent for me. I get I start when yeah. it gets fifty and below. I get questionable. Yeah, Slayer. Yeah, yeah. kisses that way. But I, mean, yeah. but I mean, anyway, I'd be interested to see where Jim Morrison took himself yeah. because I think he'd be diff- it'd be he eventually have to grow out of that phase. Yeah, thing. I think yeah. I think Jim would have cleaned up. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I think his he was a poet first yeah. and foremost. You know what I mean? To be fair, though, that may be what made him not clean up. Because I bet he's one of the. I can see him being one of those guys that, like, when I use, I I, I write better. So I can see him being one of those guys who just does I just don't hard s- drugs till he dies. I just don't see that. I don't see that with him. Because I think the path, you know, his his emphasis in his writing was on expanding his mind. Yeah. And exploring that part of yourself mm-hmm. peyote lsd stuff like that visions yeah. things like that i think he i really think he would have went an intellectual route i think he would have cleaned up to be honest now 
he could struggle with addiction the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. He would have with the hard stuff he was right. doing. He would have. But I do think – I really think he probably would have went the intellectual route. Okay. But you kind of have to look at it through the the prism of immaturity. He was 27 when he died. Yeah. Think yeah. of how fucking – if I think of how fucking dumb I was when I was 27. Fuck you, man. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even that old yet. <laughs> but But it's interesting to look yeah. at that, you know – he could have been a really good writer. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. He could have put out books and a whole number of Man. things. <laughs> I wrote this one the other day, and I forgot about it. <laughs> Join Metallica as the drummer. Okay. Or get the chance to punch Lars in the face. <laughs> so if you're the drummer, you don't, you're guaranteed never going to hit Lars. I'd still be the drummer. I'm going to punch the shit out of Lars. <laughs> You're going to do it, right. Dude, oh my gosh, please let me punch Lars. I think you have to You have to think about why. I why, would, why do you want to hit Lars in the face? I, oh, he's just, he's so frustrating. He's a sue-happy little shit. And he is not good at what he does, and people think he is, and it drives me insane. Sue, he's he's sue-happy? He's a sue-happy little shit. Why do you think that? Because he's, he's sued a number of – he's always when – you, when you see interviews with him and stuff, and when he was with the band about, like, how they work together and stuff, he's always the one mad about people, like, using Metallica music. He's yeah, always yeah. the one inciting that. Let's – I mean, let's look at it. Let's look at it. We've had – We've discussed this on this show yeah, as far yeah. back as episode one, paying for your music and how hard bands struggle, right? Yeah. And you know this. I do. You know first this hand. firsthand. I'm wearing my own shirt right now that and I had to pay for. Right. <laughs> let's, let, let's, look, I'm out to prove you wrong. I'm telling, no, you, by that. All I'm means, t- by telling, means. telling you that right now. Let's look at the music industry as it is right now. Okay. How is it? Not great. Right. Yeah. Why? To be fair, though. Nah, answer the question. Because people are stealing music. (laughs) (laughs) No, the issue I have is... Lars, I I don't... Look, I mean, say what you want about his personality, about his his behavior, things like that. Lars was right. Lars was right. It's not the Napster thing that bothers me. That's not what I'm getting at. What is it? It's him. There's instances of him suing bands for covering his songs and not selling them. That was a frivolous thing. They didn't. Metallica didn't do that. Their lawyer. But Lars is the one who publicly spoke about it. So I guess I'm putting the blame on him. He did. Lars said we didn't do that. Con- continue being a continue. Oh, did being he? A cover oh, I must band. have missed that. Then. You have our absolute bl- blessing. Either way, I their lawyer. Their lawyer got trigger happy because of. When you own a trademark, yeah, yeah, um, it's important to you have to do. It's tantamount to protecting the integrity of yeah. your trademark, so that people don't begin to confuse it mm-hmm. with other things. And eventually, if you if you stop protecting it, then all of a sudden, in a public forum mm-hmm. or in a public availability standpoint, it becomes very easy for people to use things that you've trademarked okay. and not owe you financial compensation for mm. doing so. I own the trademark to Music the Lifeblood. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Just the title, Music the Lifeblood. Now, if there's another podcast that starts called Music the Lifeblood, I have to go, hey, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, come Cause, on, guys. Because yeah. that's mine. Yeah, okay? I guess that's... Now, if I never say that's mine, don't do that, and they do their podcast for five years... And they say we want to copyright this. And then they go to do they, it. They want to trademark it. Yeah, it becomes I lose leverage. 
Really? In the matter. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're talking from a, we should get Danny Katz, the music, the lifeblood, hardcore lawyer. Um, <laughs> talk to him about this. But anyway, you have to protect, you have to protect the integrity of your trademark and or copyrighted materials. And that's what Lars was doing. Okay. Now, in that case, their lawyer did it, not the band. Okay. And the band was very, very upfront about, you guys are cool. Be a cover band. That's totally yeah. fine. Also, imagine how many more Metallica albums he would have got and how much better they would have been if James and Lars weren't constantly fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, friction. Friction can be good. Friction can be bad. You you've know what I you've mean? seen so, some kind of monster. Mm-hmm. There is a clear bad guy. <laughs> Yeah. That oh, I think it's James. You I, think so? I absolutely. I always think... thought it came off to me as Lars is the one that was very hard to get along with. No, I think it's. I think it's absolutely James. Him being controlling mm-hmm. and him running the band in a way that squished Jason Newstead's freedom to be a creative person in that band, as well as it squished Kirk Hammett's freedom to be creative in that band. Now, granted, Kirk and Jason did write music for the band. Yeah, yeah. My Friend of Misery, Jason Newstead, wrote the beginning of that song. He wrote a lot of the music in it. But James ran that band in a way that everything funneled back to him instead of it being a, you know what I mean? Yeah, Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of this? Kirk Hammett didn't play a single fucking rhythm track on any of the albums. Nothing. Hmm. Up to load. Really? That's all James. The only thing Kirk is playing is solos. Weird. I mean, obviously he's playing the rhythms live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so is. he mean he can't yeah. just have yeah, <laughs> can't just do that. just just his his overdubs and little doodles yeah. here and there and things like that. That all come from James. That huh. comes from James. So, huh. but I think perhaps I was ill informed. Right. I think <laughs> I, I think Lars. I think Lars gets the reputation that he gets because he's the face of the band. You think so? Yeah. I think James is the face of the band. No, I absolutely think Lars is. Huh. Lars has done more press. And That's true, I guess. And Lars is much more articulate than what James is. Yeah, I'll, that, that one I'll give Especially you. in front of a camera. But I do think that Lars has been the one that has been consistently able to push back at James. Yeah. So Okay, valid mm-hmm. point. From a musical standpoint, Lars has a lot to do with the arrangements of yeah. the music. We should put this here. Let's change the tempo here, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But the bulk of the music's coming from James. Hmm. Still want to punch him. Pick a thing. Let's take a, <laughs> let's take a break. Okay, gotcha. We're going to take a break. Okay, would you rather never have to listen to Nickelback ever again or put a dead skunk in Avril Lavigne's bed? I don't... I'm not sure I understand why I don't, like... Both of those things, like one, both of those things sound pretty great. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure what the issue is here. I'm not, I'm not following. Gotta, one of these aren't bad. You got to pick which one would be more amazing. I, I would go with the skunk. Oh man, my hatred for Nickelback runs deep. I don't know. See, you can ignore Nickelback. Yeah, you can't ignore Avril Lavigne. The thing She's is, like, though. Uh, I mean, like, you can totally ignore her. But she's not terrible musically. She's terrible. She's like, she's an okay person. I don't. <laughs> she seems to be okay. I don't. All right, this is this is the girl. Oh okay. shit! Do I not know some shit? This is the girl at the announcing of the Grammy nominees. Yeah. However many years ago. Okay. Yeah. And the Grammy nominees are blah 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 and David Bowie. 
Who's David Bowie? She said David Bowie? She said David Bowie. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, she you know mean, what, you know what mean I mean? She's a bad person just because she's stupid. <laughs> I mean, you can be nice and also dumb. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's It's okay to be dumb. But when you're a... A musician. And- shockingly jarring kind of dumb. That's pretty... And you have the megaphone of fame. How have you never... There, she had to just been nervous, man. There's no way you play music in an industry. Who and is David know. Bowie? She probably just didn't realize it, man. She's nervous in front of like hundreds of thousands of people. You probably fuck up and say some dumb There's shit. There's like too. 20 reporters in the room. It's the Grammy now. It's, oh, it's not on the stage. It's like, not I, on the stage. It's it's like the announcing of the people up for a Grammy. Ah, uh, well, nah. I'm still going to give the benefit of the doubt. I'm. I mean, I'm probably gonna put the skunk in her bag. Like you said, you can ignore Nickelback. Dead skunk. Dead skunk. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Live skunk. Dead skunk. I don't care. Make difference. <laughs> the, the smell is more foul. You get the smell. Do I get a glove? Can you I get I the smell I... of the stink gland and the stink of the of rotting the, of the rotting skunk. I, do I get a glove or something, or I have to hold this thing like barehanded? Funny story. Oh God. And no. Uh, Are you talking about Rody? <laughs> because that's that's an idea we had to shut down real hard. No, no, uh, it's happening. No, it's not. It it's is not. absolutely. We happening. can't talk about this and not give them context. <laughs> this has to be discussed now. All right. So I've been in. I've been in works. I've no. been in the works of a bit for the vinyl this Thursday episode. This is not happening. I we, will not be a part of this. We specifically get the input of a dead. Skunk. No, it was a raccoon. Oh, it was a raccoon. It was Rody the raccoon. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Of a dead raccoon named Rody. Rody. That is going to comment on only extreme metal album reviews. And I'm not helping you get a dead <laughs> raccoon and then handling it after it's been dead for a long time. You just put it in the freezer? They, do you want out? a dead animal in your freezer? <laughs> I think it's funny. It's so bad. Dude, okay. Imagine imagine if there is a dead animal in your freezer. I know. And you know. die in a car accident. <laughs> you, congratulations. You're Vinnie Vincent. Congratulations. The bit doesn't work if it's not a dead animal. That's the bit. There shouldn't be a bit, Dustin. <laughs> like, I'm fighting you on this. I don't want to be around a dead animal. I'm doing it. Stay tuned no, for the next don't. episode of Vital I will Thursday. literally fight him for this. <laughs> there will be bloodshed. I'm not going to be in the same room with a fucking dead raccoon. It's not going to happen. It's going to be amazing. The only way it happens is if we get... A raccoon that has been taxidermied, and then we remove the innards. <laughs> so it's just like a you lose like a flap the, of you, you lose the effect of it. You lose the effect. The, the, what I'll make, just, we'll just what put- makes the bit work, so to speak, <sighs> is that it's covered with maggots. It's talking about how brutal and how bloody the newest Cannibal Corpse album is. That's the bit. That is so gross. <laughs> I can't deal, man. I can't. Rody the if raccoon. You, if you want something gross, I'll shit on camera. I can't deal with a dead <laughs> raccoon in the room. I can't. This crazy people talk. Put it in the yard. Uh, It'll this, be fine. It's going to smell in your house, dude. On a pole. No. In the yard. No, man. Got, I got it's... a bit. I have a big backyard. Now, let me understand. Now, let me make this perfectly clear. 
that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it's disgusting. <laughs> it is a great idea that should not happen. <laughs> I'm doing it. it dude, we can't do it. I'm absolutely We doing can't it. do it. We're going to make shirts. <laughs> See, there, no, that, now we're on to some shit. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll compromise. We'll compromise. How about we just... To make it even shittier, <laughs> we'll do it once and then just reuse the stock footage every single time. No. So we'll just we'll no, because we'll that's get... that is the bit. No. That's the bit. That is the bit. Because the more rotten, the more rancid, the more maggoty, the more just decayed and gross looking. We can. We'll start doing Gorgoroth albums. I was like, we're just going to keep like, going more and more. It's brutal. a dead raccoon talking about brain drill. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what makes it amazing. That is the bit. That is that is the bit. I'm doing it. Can we can we just not? Okay, if we, I don't like that you're talking me into this. <laughs> if we do it, I'm talking we, you into it live on the show. Yeah, right. Dude, that's what's we funny we have it. we have to give him some kind of tiny little battle jacket if we're gonna. Do yes, it. that's what I was gonna do. Oh I was gonna put studs. I was gonna like put like a like a like a propane button, like jam it like and like it's into him. Yeah. No, no, it's dead. It, but it's gross. <laughs> You're mutilating dead animals, man. That's some like that's some fucking like murder shit. That's like uh, I'm gonna like first this animal, <laughs> next people. That's what's. They're gonna like in ten years from now. They're gonna be like, man, we found this body. Just had like a pet cock just shoved into it, slowly releasing gas. Like, yeah, you gotta. No, man, so it doesn't explode. This is fucked up, man. It's gonna be amazing. It's so fucked up. I promise. We're it's not... gonna be incredible. I'll I'll do it once. I will do it, and we will fucking. I will record the stock. We'll put it on a stick. So, like, like we'll tie, like, a stick around it so it'll, it'll like, move a little. And, like, we'll do it once and we'll use the B-roll over and over. And I, No, we don't have to do that. We'll just – we can just find one that's already really fucked up. And I'll do it once. I'll tie it to a stick and make it dance like a Muppet once. <laughs> but after that – and then we can get we can record it for hours. Like I'll do it a whole. We'll record this fucking raccoon for a whole day if you want. I'll do it once, and then we can just use pieces of this stock footage for years. Like we'll have enough for years. No, but I'm not have, doing it weekly. Have to, you have to see it decay over time. That's the most important part. It's no, that man. it gets. That's. Worse. Like I am honestly concerned for your mental health. <laughs> like it honestly, that is some fucked up shit, man. That is like I'm gonna come in. And you're like and you start killing your pets. Like don't give me those crazy eyes. <laughs> oh my god, Avril Lavigne. I mean, can we even get this train back on the track at this point? <laughs> It's so gross. Next thing you're going to be propping up dead hookers. Give me a freaking piece of paper, you fucking sicko. Would you... Come on, man. Let's get this train train back on track. Lifting weights. Would you rather lift weights with Doyle or be in the studio with Eddie Kramer during the Hendrix years? It's a tough one. I wrote that one. You did. I didn't write that. I forgot so about that. It's not my handwriting. It's way too legible. Um, I'd I'd go with the 
Kramer. What is what is the amount of time I get to lift weights with Doyle? Full workout. One time? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to go with Hendrix. I mean, if I could work out with Doyle for, like... A month. Not even that, man. If I could just... I work out more than a month and then stop. Like, I've been doing it for a year. Right. Like, if I could work out with Doyle... If Doyle just became my partner, my workout partner... I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go with Doyle. I'll get fucking super jacked with Doyle. Yeah. But if it's going to be like a month, I'm going to go with Hendrix. That'd be an experience. Eddie Kramer. Mm -hmm. The -hmm. emphasis is on Eddie Kramer. Yeah, yeah. Because. Yeah, no, I know. Eddie. Yeah. Works in magic. Yeah. Serious magic. Which which album was that for Hendrix? Or what song? (laughs) A bunch of them. Was it more than one? Yeah. Are you experienced? Um... What's one? Are you experienced? And then the other one, and then the Band of Gypsies album. Uh, uh, it's just a list of things. Ah, uh, shit. Acts as bold as love. I don't know. I can't remember. We're gonna have to do a Hendrix episode. God, I okay. We're getting a lot of episodes in the day. Future episodes. <laughs> We're gonna have. To, I want right. to. I want to do the Who episode. I do. That sounds great. That sounds seriously. Super fun. I want to do the Who episode. Okay. Here's another one. What we got? Oh, this is like this one I wrote because it's terrible. Ha ha <laughs> This is the two worst jobs in the industry. I was trying to think of the two worst <laughs> jobs in the industry. Motorhead roadie. Would and... you rather roadie for Guar <laughs> or manage Kiss? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> talked about this one a little we did. bit because I was just like, "This is too good not for me to tell you." I would manage Kiss. Oh man, I think I think like I wouldn't, fina- want a, wouldn't want a roadie for financially. Guar. That's sound, but mm-hmm. I think you, I think you would. I don't think I could handle it. I don't think I can emotionally handle dealing with those two all the time. Oh, I think it'd be all right. Oh, I mean Doc McGee. I mean, think about it. Doc McGee's been the longest-running Kiss manager, and they went through a fucking litany of people trying yeah, to take care yeah. of that band after Bill O'Coin. I think Larry Raisner, Larry Mays, Larry, 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 Larry <laughs> Mazer. Sure, Mazer. Mazer. That sounds. Like yeah, he manages awesome. Lamb of God now. Okay, and he yeah. used to he used to manage. Wow, that's a jump. Yeah, he used to he used to manage Cinderella. <laughs> that's in, also in a band that's difficult to get along with. I, mean, I don't know. Lamb of God. Like they that. don't like each other. Is the issue? I don't know. I they fight. Say. Chris and uh, Willie fight quite a quite a bit. Not Chris. Excuse me. They're brothers, right? Will Randy and Chris fight quite a bit. You ever seen the video of Randy and Chris? Yeah, he was Randy was drunk off out of his each ass. other. Still, I bet that's hard to deal with. Yeah, but I think he was drunk. Maybe Randy's cleaned up his shit. I don't know. Anyway, I would go with Kiss. Um, and because of this, okay, Doc McGee has been the longest-running manager for that band, and I think the reason he has been is because Doc McGee doesn't put up with shit. I don't think you're understanding the, the question. What? I'm talking like right now Doc McGee walks out and mm-hmm. you're thrust into the responsibility. That'd be fine. Right now. Right now. You're cool with that. Like, just like this is how this works. Can I eat lunch first? No, no. I'm talking like <laughs> like Kiss kicks in your door full costume <laughs> and like throws. We need a manager. And like they don't talk. They're way too old to talk like that. <laughs> and they just throw you into the Kiss van outside, like kidnap style, Man. and drive you all the way to California. I'd be good. To the vice versa, Guar kicks in your door. Right. We just lost our head roadie. He's dead in our van. Get in the van. <laughs> like, See, I wouldn't go with Guar. I would not go with Guar. And this is why. Yeah. The accommodations wouldn't be nearly as comfortable. You're valid. Valid point. 
I'm at a weird point in my life. Doc probably gets his own bus. Probably, probably has two buses. <laughs> he just picks whatever one he wants. I, I'm at a weird point in my life right now where this is only a recent phase I've kind of got into where I'm into more experiences than financial things. Sure. Like sure. I, 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 money is good. Money's important, but like I want to experience things more than like like save up money for things to like buy things. So to me, the experience of being Guar's head roadie sounds way more interesting than managing two old sad saps in their rock and roll band. See, I'm not. I'm really? past that. That's See, that's because I'm farther along in yeah, the road yeah, of yeah. life than what you are. I'm sure at my age, mm-hmm. obviously your age would probably still be kiss related. You'd right. probably still go with that one. But like, I bet you were probably in a similar situation where you were just like, let's just do things, no matter what. Yeah, that is. I mean, there was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's. A, I think everybody goes through that. Yeah. But I, for me, I would want honest, honestly, I would want the opportunity to make that band better, even better better and there's a whole litany of things i would encourage them to do differently um you know encourage them to deviate from the set list that they they get have some of those deep driven cuts. into the ground get into some of those deep cuts for 20 years now um do they even play like anything live but like the real big ones anymore like i can't even last ha- year they threw out um hide your heart see i can't even imagine them even playing like strutter anymore I'd imagine it's just all the big, big hits. It's always Detroit Rock City. Yeah. I was made for loving you. Love Gun. Rock and Roll All Night. Do they even play Beth Deuce. anymore? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but they see, do. They do an acoustic version. See, ugh, I don't even. Oh, well, it's good. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's really. Good. I don't even want to like. I don't even want to go see Kiss if I know they're if I know they're not going to play Strutter. I don't want to see him. That's well, the one song I want to hear. When when they're um, live from Vegas, uh, Blu-ray comes out. Yeah. We ought to do a Mystery Science Theater. Oh, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. do uh, we can do a um, a talk along. You were just fueling my fire to let's play, so I'm totally down with that. <laughs> <laughs> right, but anyway, I I would want the opportunity to make that band better. And I think what I know about Doc McGee, Doc McGee got busted for running cocaine in the '80s, really, with Bon Jovi. <laughs> um, and it takes. A, a serious high type A personality to be able to do that kind of yeah, shit yeah. and just go fuck it, yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? And I think as long as you're making that sweet money, I don't care I, what you do. I honestly, honestly, honestly would love the opportunity to poke my finger in Paul Stanley's chest mm-hmm. and to tell him to quit dicking around with the hardcore fans. Yeah. I get that. <clears throat> that's that's how that's I guess, how I feel. I guess it. I look at it at b- both of these jobs would fucking suck until you got used to it. <laughs> right. Like they would. It would be but terrible you got, for but a while. You, you're working in the same camp with Tommy Thayer. Tommy Thayer was road manager for that band for a long time. And who for who? Kiss. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Um. And uh, Tommy Thayer would absolutely be on your side. Really? And if you present things in a way to Paul and Gene that makes them understand that this is good for the band it will help you make money yeah they'll go along with it hmm. i guess i guess it just boils down to me to it would definitely be the financial decision to go with kiss right but just the like the way of the world kind of decision would be go hang out with guar for a while and see right. what the fuck they're doing right <laughs> no i get that that yeah. makes sense 
What you got? Okay, would you rather be forced to join Nickelback or forced to... You can to... pick one of the... You can, there's two bands. I didn't know which one to pick. Or forced to, be, to join Emir or Lordy. <laughs> <laughs> can... I would I would join Nickelback and I, would, I would destroy them from within. <laughs> That's not. That's not. That's not the way this works. Remember, there's no three way out. You got. There's no third way out. You, you said gotta... I joined. You just you joined. There's no stipulations in that I question. Right. I guess you're right. I guess I, I. guess I. I guess I had it in my head that when you you have to fulfill the role, like the way they need it fulfilled. Nope. <laughs> that's that's the way I wrote it though. <laughs> you have to pick between Nickelback. <laughs> Or a mirror. That's or, not even your stipulations aren't even implied. Neither were yours, and I played along too. Yeah, but so fuck you. Answer the answer <laughs> question. Um, I would, I, I would join Nickelback honestly oh, because I knew a mirror. I'd make some good money. Oh, I could not. And eventually, I would destroy the band. From I within. could not deal with myself. <laughs> like I couldn't look at myself really? in the mirror more so than a mirror. I oh I, said, I, I picked originally. I had that question as would you want to be a Nickelback or Lordy? But for me, that question is super easy because spoiler alert, gonna change my 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 the way people think of me. I like Lordy, I do. I think musically they're pretty talented. It's super corny, and I'm well aware, but right. I dig it. So it, yeah, I, I think, think it's fun. I'm sure they you'd have I, a, you'd I have always, a good career in Europe. I'd always refer to I always refer to it as as Guar with musical ability. Is what I always refer <laughs> to it as, which is real shitty and not and anymore. Not even true because Guar Guar's doing some shit now. Yeah, Guar's really so, good uh, musicians. Yeah, especially uh, they didn't used to be though. Dude, their first like five albums are rough. I disagree. Oh. Oof. Uh, but like I, I, I actually kind of like Lordy, so I thought I was like, that's too easy. I just I would just pick Lordy over Nickelback, and then I was like, who else do I fucking hate? A mirror. <laughs> that makes it harder. <laughs> I think right. I think between those two though, I'd still have to pick a mirror over Nickelback, right? Just because uh, I can't. Oh man, see, I don't want to deal with with what's his face though from a mirror. Frankie. Frankie. I don't think I could deal with Frankie. He's the only one in the band now. Yeah. I wonder if he's replaced everyone yet. I, I, it, I guess it would depend if, if Nickelback's nice. If they're nice guys, I think, I think I'd rather hit paying out Nickelback. <laughs> oh, my God, Amir. Oh, my God, Frankie is. Oh. I'm not, and it's not like I'm just like, I think Frankie's an asshole. Right. I've seen, with my own two eyes, I've seen Frankie be an <laughs> asshole. So, like, I know that's true. Oh, uh, I always think a mirror, or is that after the burial? And after the burial is really good, though. That's the difference. Are they? Oh, I, we've had this discussion before. After the burial <laughs> is the is the best band I've ever seen live. Right. And they have crazy guitar solos, and there is literally an Amir song that's nothing but opens. Yeah, that is a thing. Gent. No, no, no. Because Gent has notes. Does it? That this is. Uh, Amir is some weird, fucked up, blurred line between hardcore and metalcore. Right. Because they definitely, the vocals are super hardcore, that shouty tough guy thing. Frankie Palmieri is my favorite rapper. <laughs> I tried so hard. Because I have, my friend Chris, I tried so hard to get into Amir. Because he's like, man, just give it a try. Just right. give it a shot. Just give it a shot. And, he gave, and they have an album called <laughs> Slave to the Game. Yep, yep. And it's like an arcade, it's like all arcade theme. And the first track on the song, on the album, is called Proto Man. It's the Mega Man one, right? It's, it's, Proto Man's is from Mega Man. And the song has nothing to do with Mega Man. It's just, they named all their songs after stuff from the game, from games. 
And like my wallet right there has Proto Man on it. <laughs> like I, that is my he is my favorite character from anything ever. Right. Like, and I was like, Ugh. I tried it and I made it through the first song. I was like, I can't, I I'm can't so do this. I'm so frustrated right it's now. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so terribly bad. All right, all right. Next question. Would you rather have dinner with John Lennon or Keith Richards? Keith Richards is alive. John Lennon is not. So I think that's already. <laughs> Let's put it under the 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 supposition that John Lennon is alive. <laughs> okay. God. <laughs> you maybe should have thought about that one right. a little bit. But right. Maybe like you should have said like John Lennon or like who else is dead. I don't know. Right. Pick another one. <laughs> I would... Would you rather have dinner with John Lennon or Ringo Starr? Because you know he's dead inside. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's terrible. That I mean, is absolutely terrible. It is what it is. Right. Um, man. <laughs> I think I would... I would Personally, I would rather talk to Keith Richards. Really? Um, but I'd take one for the team. And I'd do... I'd have dinner with John Lennon so I could tell my mom. Really? About it. I would definitely pick Lennon. Yeah. I I am a big John Lennon fan. Now, people yeah. don't usually know that because I don't usually come off that way, but like I've read several books on John Lennon. Several. Several books. I enjoy several. I enjoy just John Lennon's just his personality the was really cool. Ma. Yeah, he's just a cool guy. Like yeah. he was an interesting character and I, I really enjoy reading about him and learning about him and and I guess I don't I don't dislike the Beatles. Like I said that earlier, I was like, I don't even listen to the Beatles, and that's not entirely true. I I enjoy the Beatles music sometimes. Like I really like the Tax Man. That was, I really really like that song. See, mm-hmm. I like when shit got weird. I like like I'm the Eggman. I'm the See, Walrus. I can't, I can't get into it. I like that. In an octopus's garden. In the yeah. Sun. See, I I don't. There's it's something about it that's very whimsical that I enjoy. Whimsical. Yeah. It's very like it's very theatrical. I guess would be a better word. Like it, it's 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 big. And it's very psychedelic and weird. But I can see. I don't have to see it. It's physically happened. Like those, that music can be put on a stage. Right. And like, I guess it's it's the, it's the theatrics of it I'm drawn to. Right. Because I can see. I could even before the first time I heard it, I can see it in my head before I ever saw Yellow Submarine. Like there, it just kind of like the music just plays out in front of you. You kind of can see everything happen. So like, it just. I think then I'm drawn to the theatric side of it. But just Lennon is such an interesting character, and I love learning about Lennon and stuff. So I think getting to meet with him maybe almost be disappointing because in my brain, he's such a, like he's such an important figure historically speaking. So like, it's just, I think I'd pick Lennon, but I think I'd probably be disappointed because <laughs> he's probably just a dude when you tell him you talk right. to him. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather talk to Keith Richards. I bet that dude's got some stories. Yes. I bet Keith Richards has some. Yes, stories. he would because he's done a lot of stuff with some serious Serious blues troubadours. Yeah, not to mention he fell off a jet ski and almost died like a year ago. Two years oh, is that ago. Him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You hear about that? I have to look that up. Yeah, he ran his jet ski like up into the beach and like into a tree. Ran it aground. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was like, huh? That's funny. <laughs> All Pick right, one. Pick we'll a do. Thing. We'll do one more. One more. One more. We only got a couple left in there, man. Two more. Two more. We'll do two more. I'll okay. Two more. Okay. All right. All right. All right, would you rather make MTV a music channel again or 
make Hammer Smashed Face the national anthem. Oh, no. <laughs> Hammer Smash I I would Oh man Oh man Cause that's hilarious But that Cause the national anthem Would change our place in the world (laughs) Absolutely As a society Yeah Now is the Do people remember having the old one? Yeah, like that's oh, yeah. so one day we were just like, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just assume whoever the next president is, they go. All right, first order of business. <laughs> Get rid of that shit. This is our new national anthem, <laughs> and and there's no choice. We don't. We just gotta. This we gotta live with it. <laughs> just now, you have to sit through six minutes of this song every every baseball game right. at every sporting event when the president's walking up to do his speech. It's just <laughs> and the president has to walk up in a suit and act like nothing's wrong. <laughs> it would literally change the face of American society. I think you sold me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but where where does that follow that line of thought? I mean, it would probably just be changed back in a couple where, of days. Where do we end up? We end up being like it is fuck. it is irrevocably changed to Hammer Smash Face. <laughs> like <it's> <laughs> national <laughs> anthem, national anthem. Yes. That's it. That okay. is that I is it. Get what the other option. So like was. so like we we got it like at a baseball game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mariah Carey has to get up. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Oh my god, that is the best imagery I've ever had in my life. And like has to do it justice. Roseanne Barr's rendition of the national anthem would all of a sudden not be be not that crazy now. (laughs) Not that bad. bad. Now imagine imagine. Imagine if, like, Barack, Barack Obama is like, I got to talk to George Fisher because I want him to come sing the national anthem at the, the next big thing. What? Corpse Grinder? <laughs> sing the national anthem. <laughs> uh, George? <laughs> we're going to need you to sing the national anthem. <laughs> what event? What event would you get the... Because think about it. It's not... We're going to roll this out. Yeah, it's it's it what event? Be, what event? No, think about how how big would it? Who, whoever sang, whoever sang the national anthem now for the first time, the very first time it was ever sang publicly, that person comes back and gets to sing the American the, the anthem again. Think of how like significant that would be. So this is the same thing. The man who wrote the song is coming to sing it. Well, it'd be Chris Barnes, right? What? What a! It would be. I guess you're right. Yeah. But what? But fuck it. It's Corpse Grinder. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? We, what like a, we like George better. What event is big enough? Super Bowl is the only thing I, I can think of. Or I, mean, or, I want to see even like even more ridiculous. That's like the first like big NATO meeting. I guess when we roll <laughs> when we roll out the Hunger Games, that's the only <laughs> thing. That's the only thing no, I can think no, of. No, think about the current politics. Right. Like NATO or the UN gets together and like he's like rolling it out. <laughs> Bring in the band. Well the the NATO, the the UN United Nations wouldn't do it. 
You don't think? Yeah. I, well, I, no, I think, because it's United Nations. Yeah, They've only seen yeah. one national. If they're changing one, though, like they have to make it publicly aware. Right. Like. We're getting rid of this song. We're bringing in this one. We're adapting. Run the song. <laughs> I, you know, the, I, the Super Bowl would be the only, oh my God. the single biggest event, I think. You, yeah. could, you know what I mean? Because it would, it would be before before the Super Bowl, and everybody's with their hearts, like hands on their hearts, <laughs> and the players are just standing there, just like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is going on? This makes me want to break into the Super Bowl. <laughs> And when they go to play the national anthem, just put Hammer Smash Face in there. Uh, I just think how it would, great. I just think it would be amazing. No musical accompaniment. <laughs> <laughs> George Fisher standing at the pitcher's mound. At the beginning I didn't of, think about the, it, acapella. At, at the beginning of the World Series, I didn't even think about the option of acapella. <laughs> George Fisher <laughs> as like his big legs and, and his, his neck that's and, wider than his and head. His, his wide hips and his power stance and and, and, and like windmilling exactly do you think where the solos would be he'd just stand <laughs> in windmill like there's nothing there he's not screaming that he's just standing there windmilling everyone's just like fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they have to remain calm with their hands on the heart. They have to stand at attention. They gotta just stand there. And like, just hats off. Just take it. Veterans are crying. Everyone's just drinking it in. And he's just circle head biggest. <laughs> I just, I think it's amazing. I, how would it change us as a society? Because it would. It, for, because a while, for a while, What would that yeah. do? Like, the only thing the BBC would be talking about. <laughs> Would be. Well, have you seen this shit? In uh, in other news, and more importantly <laughs> than Brexit, the United United States have changed their national anthem the to a, t- a song titled "Hammer Smash Face" <laughs> by the horror death metal band Cannibal Corpse. We don't know how this is going to we affect the we, world economy. We don't know how or why, <laughs> but, but but the dollar has shot yeah, up in value. But way high. Like, just Cannibal Corpse albums have just skyrocketed. Literally changes everything. Can you you know I can imagine like America doing that's like a fallacy. Like it's crazy far fetched. But I can see the USSR coming back <laughs> and changing the, the hammer smash face. <laughs> no, 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 Putin. I guess Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin would be like, "Well, my dick's bigger, so we're gonna go with deicide." You know? <laughs> I can told because the hammer and sickle. I can absolutely oh, see them. Yeah, that does make sense. Being hammer smash face or national anthem. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> It might bring us all together. It might just disunited as one. We are the world. Racial, financial. We are the children. Class barriers just come. We are the ones to make a brighter day. Tumbling so let's down. Start giving. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Are you? So, I what we got. We got to get a hold of the guys what, in Cannibal Corpse. What? Fuck, man. We can't do that. We're not. We gotta let them. We know. are little. We are little. We gotta we, let them know. What was the other option in this question? I don't remember. Um, because <laughs> we went on a tangent about that. Or make MTV a music channel. No, again. no, it's just, no, no. Hails in comparison. Hails in comparison. Hails in comparison. I'm not done. What else would change? I need to elaborate <laughs> further. My brain needs time to process this. We we eliminate famine. 
<laughs> we. <laughs> Damn, it's a thing of the past. Racism's gone. Racism's gone because everyone just hates everyone now. Class warfare is over. <laughs> the dollar increases a hundredfold. I, Can you I mean, imagine like elementary school kids? We moved. Like... We moved to a world. <laughs> A completely unifying world economy. Can you imagine elementary school kids with like hammer smash face sheet music and they're like standing in their little classroom, it's all like like all of them are windmilling. (laughs) Then the beast teacher's like, It's very important (laughs) to windmill in this section. (laughs) And the kids are just like, Fuck yeah and they're just doing it. They say, Pay attention to Ambassador Fisher. You think they make him an ambassador? Like if Francis Scott Key... He becomes Key, something. If Francis He's... Scott Key one, like one day just like <laughs> arose from the grave and was like, what's up? And they would think they give him some kind of power. He'd be like a saint. He'd be he'd be sainted. Saint? He'd be sainted. <laughs> They'd make him a cardinal? Like, <laughs> I don't... Something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, to be a saint, you, got, you have to perform two miracles to become a saint. Two. Okay. So, I think getting the national anthem to be hammer smash face counts as one. You, like, you've already unifying unifying the world as a single society <laughs> is like is like a thousand I miracles don't, I over. I don't think that would quite happen. That will happen. I want to talk. I see. It's we'll more, literally bring us. It's all more together. of the things that would literally have to happen. I like. I like the thought of like <laughs> the idea of kindergartners. Being super awkward in a, like a music room <laughs> while a teacher just sits with her hands in her head, like her head in her hands, just like, what the fuck is going on? What did I go to college for? What is this? And the kids are just <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I just like, love, I love the idea of veterans standing at attention with their hats off while that plays. I love the idea of like a, a, a a gaggle of like Humvees in the desert just blaring out of all of them. I love the idea of firework displays tuned to hammer smash face. I love the idea of looks on other countries' faces at our sporting events for the Olympics. Think of the. Think of all the things no, that would actually change. They would bow in fear. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. <laughs> If they're not going to bow at, like, the German national anthem, which is scary as fuck, they're not going to bow to Hammer Smash Face. Like, just Cower. Think, they just will cower. All, all the things that actually would have to happen that involve that song. It's beautiful. It is wonderful. I think it's amazing. If this needs to... We need to petition. <laughs> if you would like... To get Hammer Smash Face or National Anthem, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> get on, get in this. I'll start the petition. I'll do it myself. This is the greatest thing ever. Okay, yeah, that that wins over him. Fuck MTV. Right. MTV is dead after this right. happens. I think everything's or, dead. Or it becomes MTV and now it's just metal TV. I think it's... we. We move to a different kind of society. I was going to answer a- another question, but let's just end on that. Because that's just... You we can't top it. We don't need another question. That's This might be my favorite conversation we've had on this show. <laughs> like, the idea of that is just tantalizing. Like, this is... Oh, political reform to death metal is just... Oh, God. It's like... It's like I'm, like, sexually pleased right now. <laughs> 
Like, the idea of this is fantastic. Supreme bonage. <laughs> All right. Well, then, yeah, we'll, <gasps> we'll wrap it up then. Oh okay. My God. Hammer smash face. All right. Before we go, we're available on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. I'm not tweeting. I'm not tweeting anymore. Fuck it. I'm not doing it. It's stupid. Um, yeah, no, I, no complaints here. I, hate, I was the I one Twitter. that was running that shit for I a while. I fucking hate awful. Twitter. Anyway, go find us on all these standard social networking places. We love hearing from you guys. It's totally amazing. And SoundCloud is home base for the podcast, yes. but it's also available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, sir. So that's it. Music, the lifeblood, something old, something new. What are you listening to? Hammer. Cannibal Corpse now. Smash. Take a look to the endless sky and let your fears all